0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. I don't think there is any day that goes by without me getting an email or a message saying, hey. I don't know what I am passionate about. I don't know what my goal or my purpose in life is. I don't know where my passion is. Can you help me find it? And that has provoked this podcast episode because I can understand this question. I can understand this question because for the longest time while I was growing up, I was asking the same question. How can I find my passion? And I'm so lucky that I thought I had found my passion very early on in life. From a very young age, I was very clear of what I wanted to do in life. I wanted to become a space scientist. I wanted to go to the US to study. I wanted to join NASA in the space program and hopefully at some point of time land on Mars. And if everything works out, become the first man on Mars to do so. So as much as I knew that this question about passion existed, I, I frankly never had to ask it. I just heard it from all my school and college friends and I used to be like, hey, uh, well, too bad you don't have yours because I found mine. Ha ha ha. And then as life turns out for almost every one of us, it it mocked me, it punched me right in my face, it showed me the middle finger and it was like, oh, you think that you found your passion, but you have no idea, my friend. And let me tell you that life is a lot bigger than what you thought it would be. (laughs) So in this episode, I want to break down this entire journey of finding your passion and The way I want to do that is by stating three things that are only obvious to me now once I've turned 41, and I hope through this discourse of sorts, it makes it clear to you much earlier in your life. Number one, you don't find your passion. You grow your passion. Your passion is not some hidden treasure that's lying in some random corner that you haven't yet chanced upon. Your passion is not something that is hidden behind some deep layers that you have to unfold and uncover, and then you will just, oh, my God, my passion, there you are. None of that is going to happen. You grow your passion. There is something fundamental in what you like doing, in the way you are, in how that comes together. And if you keep Working on that, if you keep honing your attitude, your aptitude towards that thing, you may just find your passion, but that's not finding it. That's actually nurturing it, that's growing it. And that's a big lesson that I have learned because for the longest time, as I said, I knew what my passion was, and that was because it just chanced upon me. I found my passion in space, in astronomy, in science, in physics. But today, I'm a wiser person, so I know that everything that I am passionate about my life today or will be in the future is only going to happen because I have stayed with it, that I have spent time on it, that I have lived with it, and it turned out to become something much bigger than what I imagined it to be. The best example of that is my teaching and my content creation. It wasn't something that I knew from day one was my passion. I always used to like public speaking. I've been a public speaker for the longest time that I know. But I never saw of it as a passion. I never saw of it as a profession. I never saw of it as a career. I frankly never thought that I would be making money out of just creating content and storytelling. And what's happened is it started... With a very innocent affair. It started with me liking what I do, being good at it, and just doing it because I enjoyed it. And because that happened and I stayed with it. I I don't know how many of you know, but my first blog post was way back in 2005. It still exists, by the way. If you go to ankurvariku.com slash blog, you will find all my blog posts right from the first day that I started it, which was when I was a student at ISB in 2005. And those blog posts are ridiculous. They're embarrassing. But they're there as a reminder of how far I've come along. My first video was in, I think, 2015 or 2016. My first podcast was as early as last year. All of those things have happened as late as 2005 and as early as just last year. But I've lived with it for the last 16 years. And so today, what you find me doing, and you may appreciate and love and support me for it, it's just something that I've grown into. And you know why that happened? Because of the second point I'm going to make. The big mistake that people make when they're trying to quote-unquote find their passion is to quit their current state of affairs and go about working on their passion. You find someone disgruntled in their job or in their college or whatever is it that they hate doings and they'll be like, oh, I have to quit all of that and find my passion because that's what the world will tell you. They will say, quit whatever you're doing and go and find your passion. Go and live your life. And you will begin to do that without recognizing and realizing that the practicality of life does not work that way. The minute you quit your job, the minute you quit whatever is your stability in life, whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, whether it's psychological, whether it's even societal. The fact that you're going to college and your parents stabilize you because of that. You don't have to fight with them every day to justify why you dropped out of college. What you're getting is very, very necessary and critical. Stability. And that stability provides for something that very few people value. And that is unnecessary pressure that get built on your passion. If you go to your job and say no to your income stream, what you're doing is you're putting the pressure of earning money from day one on your passion. Let's say you are a corporate employee and you, you hate your job. You find yourself miserable in it and you're only in it because it gives you the salary that you've gotten addicted to at the end of the year or at the, sorry at the end of the month. And now you want to leave all of that and follow your passion and your passion is singing. You love singing. You've always been a singer. You're trained, in fact, in it. And you want to now start a band and create your own album and go and do covers and then finally get onto public performances and just make money through being a playback singer or whatever it is that you fancy. And you decide to quit your job. And when you quit your job, what happens is on day one, the pressure of making money is now when you're singing. And you have no way out. You have no way out, my friend. So what's going to happen is, yeah, you may have some savings and you will last for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months. But the reality of life is that you will screw up. You will make mistakes. You will learn along the way, the hard way. And what you want to have is the scope or the margin for error. You want to recover from the mistakes that you make. But if there is nothing that can help you recover, You suddenly are out of a job and you have to start earning money through your passion. And if there is one calamity that strikes, maybe one COVID that happens in the world or one disastrous performance at your end, and now you feel stuck, that's it. It feels like game over. And what happens then? You start to sell your soul. You start to sell your soul. You start to work with shitty people on short-term projects, on things that you know you shouldn't be doing from a long-term perspective, and yet you would do it because it just gets you happy money. Money that you need. Don't quit your current life to follow your passion. Instead, do the third thing that I'm going to share with you. And I'm a living example of that, and that's why I share it with absolute confidence. While in your day job, while in whatever current state of affairs you are in your life, the only focus you have is time. You want to make time for yourself. You want to make sure that you have as much time as you can, your nights, your weekends, your holidays, whatever is it that you can call out for yourself. And you devote that towards your passion. You do everything possible to hone that passion, to grow that passion, to network your passion and make it happen for you. And it's going to take time, my friend. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be months, if not years, or years, if not months, before your passion even begins to see a single dollar come into your pocket. But it will come. It will come. And when it does, you know that you've taken the first step towards monetizing your passion, towards making it your career, and not just your passion and what you then have to work towards is that your passion income has to replace your regular income whatever is it that you're earning today that pays for your bills you have to get your passion project to start generating a greater a higher amount than what your regular income is the day that happens you go ahead and quit whatever is it that you're in but until then stay true to your passion stay true to that journey of finding your passion. This is the way to do it. And the reason why this works and works for so many people is because they are patient with it. And the reason why it doesn't work for so many more is because they believe that passion is something that needs to be discovered, that needs to be found as, again, something that needs to be nurtured. to you, nurturing your passion. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you.